0: This is going to be a 46-yard field goal attempt to try to send it to a second overtime. Conroy, it's a fake. Bates is going to throw.
1: God. I think I still screwed that up. But that's alright. Welcome to the Movie <laughs> Ladder Podcast. We're all about cinematic connections. Each week we're discussing a movie that connects to the movie from the previous week's podcast. I am Zach Brooks, and I'm joined as always by
2: Brendan Fitzpatrick. And Zach, I would have gone with my favorite line from this movie to open it. A pitch to Johnny. You can't pitch to Johnny. I am Johnny.
1: That's true. That is a good line. Yeah, that uh, that that's a better one. I, I didn't have any good quotes written down, and so I wrote that one down. It was like a cheer. I think that was like the like the cheering was like giants, giants, and the player went help us, God. I mm. believe. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, it was. Yes, uh, and uh, also joined joined tonight w- uh, by John Madden in spirit. In, in, R. I. P. John Madden. Yeah. Much respect. Uh, Yes, John Madden, Apex Mountain for John John Madden in this movie. is it is it though? I would
2: think uh, Madden, Madden ninety five is probably. It is Apex
1: definitely Mountain. yeah. It is definitely not <laughs> Apex Mountain for John Madden. Uh, but last week we talked about My Blue Heaven, and this week due to a Rick Moranis uh, connection, we will Nick, be discussing Rick Moranis sports connection. Rick Moranis yeah. sports. Yes, uh, we will be discussing Little Giants from nineteen ninety four. A childhood blind spot for me. This is my well, first... I thought I had seen parts of this. I have never seen this movie. You had never yeah. seen this movie? Yeah. See, this movie... I had a younger brother who was
2: 10 years old when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. And so this instantly became a video store classic yeah. in our household. Where I was 14, so I was
1: a little old for this movie.
2: Right. But um, this was one that I ended up watching a million times because of my
1: younger brother. Yeah. So, and, uh, I mean, I was... 10, 11 years old, or 9, mm-hmm. 10 years old, and this came out. And this just never bu- bubbled up. There's plenty of other childhood classics for my brother and I, but Little Giant's just not one of them. Uh, but we'll talk about, about Little Giant, and at the end of the episode, we will uh, take suggestions for our next movie that we've gotten in from the listeners and mm-hmm. us, your hosts. Uh, so we will be spoiling Little Giants, if you've never seen it. Uh, it is, Brendan found out last night, it is streaming on Tubi. It's yes, ad free on Tubi. Ad free on Tubi. It was
2: quite the pleasant surprise. I uh, started it up at eight and was done by nine forty-five. It
1: was pretty oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got it from the library. DVD only, but it was you know mm. kind of like a throwback to watching this on VHS quality, basically. There you go. So, uh, so yes, you can watch it on Tubi, or you can skip ahead to find out what we're going to be watching next week. That timestamp mm-hmm. is in the description of this podcast. Uh, as always, you can submit your feedback to us. Uh, at ladder movie on twitter the so once we do pick our movie for next week let us know what you think of it uh, and also let us know what we should be watching in two weeks with your suggestions absolutely and uh just a heads up as we do head into the long weekend depending this will probably be more important at the end of the podcast but depending on what we pick uh we will probably be recording monday um maybe earlier on tuesday so uh, get your feedback in by Monday if you want to run on the podcast. Yeah, because- by Monday afternoon would mm-hmm. be great if you can yep. manage it, but um, no, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. If not, I mean, we have yeah. you know there is a certain listener who likes to send in feedback right after. We always we always get that score into the average. Exactly.
2: Speaking so, um, right. of which, Jim's uh, Jim's score has uh, the last couple of times he sent in after it uh, came in has bumped up the average a little bit. So there oh, you go. Nice. It it does
1: make a difference. Yeah. I did just see Goodfellas is leaving uh, HBO Max tomorrow. Whoa. So at the end of the month, Goodfellas we is leaving got HBO end. Max. So if you're trying to watch Goodfellas and listen to the podcast, you got to listen to it by the end of August. Although I'm wow. sure it's probably – I don't know if it's going to move to another service or if well, it's 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 all, be it's – it's, it's, it's been on both Netflix
2: and HBO Max for a while. Yeah. And so it's probably just going Netflix uh,
1: solo. Yeah, I, that's why I never get to, I never get too worked up when they're like, oh, this is yeah. leaving some, unless I only had one streaming service. Um, right. But, right, right. Brennan, if you could only have one streaming service, what would you keep? Ooh, tough, tough one to say. Um,
2: at this point, probably HBO Max. But then again, like, there, it's weird, like how much Netflix has sort of fallen off for me as mm-hmm. like the go to streamer. Like I watch for some sure. stuff on Netflix, but it's not a lot. Um. No. So it, it would probably be, um, I mean, Amazon Prime is nice cause you get it for free, but there's, you know, but you still end up paying direct stuff on there. Um, right. so yeah, probably HBO Max, um, Apple TV is starting to get up there, but there's just not enough on there that I'm actively watching.
1: Like usually it'll be one show at a time. Yeah. I think like there's like there, one thing so. I'm watching on Amazon, one thing I'm watching on Hulu, one mm-hmm. thing I'm watching on Netflix, um. So, yeah, I think for me, it's HBO Max, no question. Yeah, I just I think mean, the Disney content plus is so really important. Yeah, Disney Plus know. is – But like, right. I feel like all I watch on Disney Plus is the whatever the Marvel or Star Wars series is, and right. maybe a movie here and there.
2: But if that's the only place to get it, I mean, then you want to have it, you know? That's I mean, the
1: big problem is, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to watch this show. I, you know, I want to watch right. House of the Dragon. Well, I, can only, I mean, you can get it on HBO like regular, I, but – I want to watch these FX
2: sitcoms on Hulu, and I want to watch this nerdy fantasy thing on Disney, mm-hmm. and I want to watch
1: this prestige thing on HBO, and so it makes you have to have all of them. The cabal of streaming gods did a really good job of yeah. putting strategically putting something on every on every exactly, platform, exactly. so you have to. And that's we're not even talking about. You know, once Big Ten sports go to Peacock, oh Peacock is going to jump to the top of my number one streamer because that's going to be the only place going to go watch Michigan State games. Well, and the NFL is now on like Amazon. Yeah. For Thursday night games,
2: which is weird and wild. So, yeah, but you know. better
1: than being on an NFL network, because at least Amazon you can get without cable. Good
2: point. Cool. Well, speaking of, streaming uh, speaking of football.
1: Yeah. Speaking of streaming, uh, what was the best thing you watched this week, Brendan? Oh, great question. Um, Pretty solid week. Really surprised of, you with that one, right? Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that was a real
2: trick play to throw to my <laughs> what I've been watching. Um. Couple of things on my radar. There is one movie that has come up a couple times on this podcast as a suggestion. Um, I believe most recently after Across the Universe. Um, mm-hmm. And that is Love and Mercy, the uh, Brian Wilson story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Wilson, Beach Boys biopic starring John Cusack and Aldano. Really, really loved this movie. Um, John Cusack plays an older Brian Wilson. Um, Paul Dano plays Brian Wilson as a young man in the '60s as part of the Beach Boys when he is writing their iconic album *Pet Sounds*. Um, this is a really, really great movie. Um, it explained a lot of things I didn't know about the Beach Boys and the Brian Wilson story specifically. Um, especially, like there is a very famous song by the Bare Naked Ladies, the Canadian group, pop rock group, called uh, "Brian Wilson." that I, I really love that song, but I never understood. Too,
1: yeah. Huh? Too, I do I, too. That is like a very catchy song.
2: It's a really great song, but I never understood all the lyrics to it until I watched this movie. And now I, I, now I fully understand all the lyrics in that song. So if you want to figure out what the song Brian Wilson by Mary Ladies means, watch Love and Mercy. Where do you watch so, Love and Mercy at? Uh, I watched this on HBO Max. Oh, perfect. Never was to HBO Max. Uh, and it's really great. Highly recommend it. Uh, give it four stars. And it also made it into my top 10 movies of
1: 2014 after I finished it. So nice. there you go. Cool. Uh, well, I only watched one movie this week. I did catch up on a whole bunch of TV, but I was traveling for work. I just didn't get to watch a whole lot. So uh, by default, the best thing I watched this week was Bicycle Thieves. I watched it for the Criterion Challenge. I know, Brendan, you watched this for Criterion recently. Yeah, last year. Loved it. Last year, yeah. Um, and, uh, yes, this, uh, I, I, you know, I did not know what to expect. I knew the, mm-hmm. the title is Bicycle Thieves. So I'm watching the movie, the first, you know, 20 minutes movie, waiting for the bicycle theft to occur, the titular bicycle theft. Um, and uh, I knew that you really liked this movie. I knew that it's, mm. um, and it was in the Criterion Coming of Age Week. That was the that was the, uh, right. the challenge week for this mm. one, the challenge. So I was expecting coming of age story, but then it's about an uh, older man with a son. Mm. And so I'm a little confused why it was in the coming of age. because uh, of the son. You know, that's what okay yeah i was thinking yeah. like i guess if you watch the movie through the kid's eyes uh yeah. bruno uh and we do talk about this bruno apparently um you know you i guess you could get it a little bit more uh and i guess it is kind of coming away of age for the father the father kind of coming to realizations about himself um yeah. but if you're using that as your criteria of coming of age i feel like any movie where a character has an arc could technically qualify as coming of age
0: yeah.
1: as someone who's had his bike stolen on multiple occasions did you get any kind of ptsd watching this movie <laughs> Now, it's more PTSD like when you lose something. Like, say you're walking and you drop like a really important piece of paper or something. And then you're just trying to retrace your steps and trying to like piece it together. That was Mm -hmm. more what I was thinking about than the actual bike. Um, But I just kept waiting for the bike to. I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler to say the bike gets stolen because it doesn't happen right away. It takes a little bit for it to happen in this movie. It's in Um, the basement of the Alamo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is that a is that a Pee Wee's Big Adventure reference? That was a
2: Pee Wee's Big Adventure okay. joke. Yeah. So Pee Wee's cool. Big
1: Adventure, I have never seen. Um, oh man. But I was what I know about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I was like, oh, so that movie is a remake of Bicycle Thieves. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, and, and you know, I I I did really like this though. It is um, you know, a little more contemplative than I was expecting. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, you know, Owen messaged me this morning and said, now you've watched this, you understand when I said that it reminded me of Chaplin. And he said, you took him to task for saying it reminded him of Chaplin. Hmm. Did I? Yeah. Well, because you said that you didn't find it funny. um, And because you were kind of thinking about Chaplin and the comedic aspect, and he was thinking about more in the, like, contemplative life aspect. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does have
1: Chaplin-esque characteristics, I guess, with the – yeah. It's also, enough. I think it would be very hard to ride a bike while holding a ladder, which is like oh, a I'm visual sure. that I will always have. Cannot from this movie. That. Yeah. So that seemed hard. Yeah. I really love bikes. Bicycle. These highly recommend. So. Yeah. So hopefully next yeah. week I'll watch more stuff because we have the long weekend coming up. Although yes. now that it's getting into football season, my movie watching is going to go down quite a bit. But mm-hmm. I'll do my best to keep up with these challenges. And at the end of the podcast, you'll find out what I'm going to be watching next week. Yeah, I got to try to get a couple things in before I leave for the beach on Saturday so that I have
2: something to talk about next week. Besides, True. The-
1: yeah. I mean, I guess I could have picked House of the Dragon, too, because that show is pretty mm. high quality. Um, so. All right. Well, uh, we are now going to talk about Little Giants and, uh, you know, a movie about kids, a sports movie about kids. Why don't we kick things off with, I think for the first time ever on this podcast, uh, some feedback from a child. Have we ever had a child give feedback? We, we haven't. And this is really exciting. I mean, because
2: this is really – we've talked about how, like, we view a movie differently that we saw when we were kids as mm-hmm. when we represented as adults and how hard that can be and how – because this is truly a movie for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird to be reviewing this movie because – our judgment of it is going to be very different than the judgment from someone in the age range this movie is specifically geared to in that 8 to 12 year old kid range. Right. So I'm I'm really excited to see uh what our what our special uh guest thought our of special it. special
1: guest voicemailer. So Get, uh, his name is his name is Ares and uh, you're probably mm-hmm. more familiar with his father. Oh uh, sorry, Erez gave it a rating. Uh, this is okay. Kobe this is yep. Kobe, like yep. the basketball player. Uh, he is seven years old. And awesome. um, I do have his star rating if he does not say it. I don't know if he's going to give suggestions for next movie, but I think based on the feedback that his father told me, uh, yep. he does not have suggestions and, that come. come. Um, so we will see if this child is as good of a podcaster as his father is. And if yeah. there are any WhatsApp sounds that come through, those are not on my computer. Those are on the computer of the person who... And
2: this uh, is, to be clear, this is the son of the great Alexander Chester. Yes, this is Alex Chester's on son. The, uh, joined us on the Big Lebowski podcast. Um, so there we go. What, uh, what, did, what did Kobe have to say? Kobe, let's hear what Kobe has to say. Did you like Little Giants, the movie? No,
0: don't don't put that on.
2: No, I'm, I'm just going to send it to <laughs> Mama. Do you like Little Giants, the movie? Yes.
0: Yeah, sure what,
2: what did you like about it? You forget. You don't remember anything about the movie. I, do, like but I, I don't, I, I don't know what, like, which I like. Well, tell me what you remember about the movie. Um, um, the cowboys are really rough.
1: The cowboys are really what? Rough, rough. <laughs> and what, and what else?
2: And the Giants are are very bad, but then they somehow win because they do a play where, where the people pretend to have the ball, but they don't have the ball, and then they win the game. If you had to rate the movie from one star to five stars, five stars is the best movie you've ever seen. One star is the worst movie. How many stars would you give it? Four. Four?
1: What about? All right. Four stars from Kobe Chester. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I believe that we had three Chesters uh, all making noise during the uh, Yeah, we album. did, we did. <laughs> and
2: that was that was great because it's uh you know, he did our jobs for us to a degree too, where he recapped the movie for us. True. Yes. So we have you. we have two teams, the Giants and the Cowboys, both uh Pee Wee football teams tried to be the one Pee Wee football team remaining in the town of Urbania, Romania. Illinois.
1: Urbania, uh, no, that's you're thinking of Urbana, Illinois. Oh, Urbana, I am thinking of Ohio. Champagne, Champagne, Urbana. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I am. Urbana, I Ohio. Ur- my apologies. Urbania, Ohio, it does look like it exists. Uh,
2: yeah. So we have two brothers uh who each coach one of the teams. We have Danny O'Shea uh played by Rick Moranis and Kevin O'Shea played by Ed O'Neill, uh who coach the Giants and Cowboys respectively. And basically there is a tryout. For the team being coached by Kevin, the Cowboys, and all of the players who quote unquote aren't good enough get cut. And Rick Moranis's character, Danny, is really upset because one of the one of the characters is who gets cut is his daughter, who is really super tough and a really good athlete. And so they form a new team called the Little Giants around his daughter Becky, and they uh basically challenge Kevin's cowboys to be the one and only team in the town. Yes. And
0: then we go only the one,
1: next. only one can go to the Pee Wee championship. Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, so, and we have a, a cast of, of uh, fun children <laughs> who each have like some personality quirk mm-hmm. to make them stand out a little bit. We have the daughter Icebox. We have the kid who can't catch, um, yeah. uh, hot hands, who, hot, yeah. ha- hot hands. Hammond. Yes. Yeah. Who says, uh, that he wants to grow up and be a Senator someday. Yep. Um, and could be uh, mayor. He says, I'm going to have to be a mayor. Now that's a great <laughs> idea. Uh, he says, I'm going to have to be a senator. Is that what he yep. said? Um, what was the name? And so we have like the really gross kid who's like snotty all the time. I'm not sure. I don't know what his name was. Which one
2: was uh, the young The young kid is Jake Berman, played by Todd Bosley. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, um, he should have is, like a Jake, like Jake the Nose Berman or something. Yeah. To make Jake, uh,
2: Jake Berman is the jakester. And then we have Rad Tad. And we have, uh, who else do we have here? We have Junior Floyd. So we have another quarterback named Floyd. Uh, oh,
1: look at you. Nice. I did not even put me that You can making together. connections
2: already. Yeah. Uh, played by the great Devin Sawa, who has been on this podcast before in Final Destination. Um, Becky the Icebox O'Shea, we didn't mention, um, yeah, so is she's played Danny. by
1: Shauna Waldron.
2: Yeah, um, she's Danny's,
1: Danny's yeah. daughter. Yeah, she's really, really good um, yeah. in this. Um, so, yeah, so we got a whole bunch of... Uh, we had a whole bunch of cast of characters, you know, kind of the outcasts are on the mm-hmm. are on the Giants. And we have the jocks and, you know, kind of the the, the winners, the tough bully uh, kids. Basically. Yeah, the tough, the yeah. tough bully. Yeah, I guess they're not, they're not winners at the end of this movie, but before they're winners, uh, yep. they're on the Cowboys. Um, yep. Very much, a th- you know, referencing the NFC East, where we have the Cowboys and the Giants, two of yep. the NFC teams. It's a good thing they didn't use the Washington team as one of these two sco- uh, teams.
0: Because yeah. that, if uh, not, not yeah. age
1: well. It wouldn't age well, and everybody, you know, everybody watching in 2022 would be like, wait, who are the little Redskins? We don't get it, so. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Urbania football team, we can call that. The Urbania football
0: team, there yes.
1: we go. Um, and yes, this. I mean, so this is my first time seeing it. This was pretty much, like, cookie-cutter 90s kids sports movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, like, they go down really, you know, we get, like, the last 25 minutes of this movie is the actual football game. They go down really big, and then, uh, yeah, make a miraculous comeback. Down twenty-one, nothing at the half. They come back. Which um, okay, so yeah. I think the fact that they were down twenty-one, nothing, it should have been like fifty to nothing. Twenty-one, nothing is not like that's pretty standard. Well, you see twenty-one, nothing scores a lot. But you have to think that this is Pop Warner, where the halves are like ten minutes each. Like yes. they don't have quarters. But so did you see like how a, did you see how small the field was? not yeah, it was yeah, not, a, it was not a regular size yeah, yeah. football field. This is very this tiny. This is like
2: a half a soccer field.
1: Yeah, yeah. so. Um, I don't know. I think that they should have been like, especially because of how much footage they show early in the game of them losing. Like mm-hmm. they should have been down a bunch of touchdowns, but I guess if you're down five touchdowns, it's really hard to make a comeback.
2: Right. So. Yeah. They they needed to have it where they could culminate it in the big super secret play, the annexation of Puerto Rico. And they Great also name. wanted to, Great I, name by oh, it's don't a that. fantastic that. day pro play. I love it. And they also wanted to be able to have enough time to highlight every, character on the little giant side in some mm-hmm. way shape or form without it being overly long
1: yeah. You know what i mean no that's true i do yeah. think like I, I mean i could tell the kids apart but not like mm-hmm. I, they didn't they weren't, they weren't as distinctive as some other like movies of groups of kids i feel like um, like the right. mighty ducks is a really you know very similar yeah. to this
0: movie I mean,
2: this movie basically takes the skin of the mighty ducks and says but what about
1: football you mean it takes the skeleton of the Mighty Ducks? Skeleton, puts, yeah, yeah. Yes. The skeleton of the Mighty Ducks that says, but football. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, like, that, the Mighty Ducks, also a, a professional sports team. Also true. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, is there a baseball version of this movie? Um, let's see. It's not Rookie of the Year. It's Bad News Bears. Bad, Bad is News Bears. Bears is the, is the. I was going to say, I don't, I've do never seen it, but isn't there one called Little Big League? Yeah,
2: but that's about a kid who inherits the Minnesota Twins from his grandfather.
1: I see. Okay. When he dies. So, yeah. All right. And then the last one is there a basketball version of this movie. Uh, good question. Airbud? Yeah. That was the first one that came to mind for yeah. me as well. Um, there weren't really a lot of other kid basketball movies like Mike, maybe. Yeah. Um, you ever seen like Mike? I mean, there's Space Jam. I think it's actually probably Space Jam. Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. Because it is like they're down big at halftime. They get the speech, they yeah. get the, the special. They have the stuff. one amazing player in Michael Jordan. Yeah. 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 The only other one that comes to mind maybe is Hoosiers as well. Um, but mm. those kids are a little bit older and we might be, we might be stepping all over suggested. Movies all over suggestion and connections. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, um,
2: yeah. So overall, um, yeah, this is, this is a really good kids movie and it's surprising. Like I, even as a 42 year old man sitting on the couch, I still found myself chuckling at a lot of the lines mm-hmm. and a lot of the physical humor as well. Um, I mean, there's a sequence where Ed O'Neill is lining up to show the kids on the Cowboys how to tackle using his wife as a tackle dummy, and she dodges out of the way and he goes out the window, and I like let out the biggest laugh. Oh, nice! When so that the
1: target market for that. Like, I um, yeah, was, I do like the casting of yeah. Ed O'Neill because you know this time Ed O'Neill really is, yeah he's playing uh, married with children uh, whatever his name is married with children. Um, what is his name? Uh Bundy. What? Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Yes, thank you. Yep. He's uh means this is right around the time when he's playing Al Bundy. So he's, you know, that kind of uh this is right in the middle blue collar, like, yeah. Yeah, so that started in nineteen eighty seven, so this is nineteen ninety four. So it, it was yep. like right in the middle this of is the after,
2: yeah
1: of Married Children. Um and you know, it was just known as like the you know, he man, woman hater, uh, right. whatever. His like, I think it was just called he man. And yes I mean, Ma'am he's not
2: as like crass and awful pretty... as Al Bundy was.
1: No, and, I mean, he's like. I believe Al Bundy kid. was also a former athlete. Uh, yes, I believe he was a high school quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I do think like you can buy him being this kind yeah. of uh like I... washed up athlete who's just like trying back in his something. hometown, yeah, and trying to like relive the glory days. Mm. Um. I, I did think it, like he, well, I was going to say I did think like his character is a little inconsistent and in, like sometimes he's just a giant asshole and sometimes he's like kind of sweet and sensitive. Well, I kind of liked that because like okay, he's a giant asshole when it comes to
2: his brother,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: when it comes to like the kids and his niece, mm-hmm. he has a soft side. And I think that's important in a movie like this. Yeah, especially to distinguish him from being such a jerk like the coach in Muddy Ducks or He's not as like straight up villainous as a lot of movies would portray this one because this really is much more of a kids' movie than a lot of than a lot of the stuff coming around this time that was meant for kids um mm-hmm. he's he's supposed to be m- much more of a softy version of a of a jerk
1: yeah you know and just, I mean and we do get the like just straight up villain. In this with right. Mike Hammerschmidt, which is um yeah. Sam uh Spike's dad. Yeah. Um, because he's the one who, you know, like even, even Kevin tells him like he's gotta relax, um, and that he's gonna kick him out if him and his exactly. keep acting acting like they are. Like so drugs. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't that's a good point. Like that they, they do give yeah. him like all the things that Kevin does where he's softer are with his niece, which does make mm-hmm. sense, you know, like or with the kids, yeah. Right um But he also cuts all these kids. He's also competitive and he cuts all these kids right. from the team. Because so. it, it, it makes him complex, which I appreciate. And the way that he
2: talks to his brother and the way he de- sort of says, This is your role. This is my role. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm successful. You're successful in your own way, but it's not as the same sort of success that I have. Reminds me a lot of the relationship that I have with my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that as well. I was thinking about that a lot while watching this movie, where there really is like a love there, but the way he expresses it isn't healthy. Like mm-hmm. it's a, like he expresses his love for his brother in just a really awful way. You know what I mean? Like he, it's there, but it's it's but he's an asshole about it, and it's you know, and I I really like the way Rick Moranis's character stands up to him and is like, no, we're gonna have our own team. I'm gonna take your car dealership and your team and you know we I am as good as you and I always have been. Mm-hmm. You know. What do you think happens after this movie? Um I think they, you know, do the thing and they join forces and everybody lives happily ever after and you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What do you think happens when these kids get to high school? Do you think a lot of them still play high school football? Uh Junior Floyd definitely um, goes back in
2: time to the 1970s and yeah. <laughs> is Randall Pink Floyd, um, moves to Texas, you know. Yeah. Um, that's because he gets it.
1: too much notoriety from from how great he was in on the and, team of the Little Giants. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think most of these kids probably don't play football again. But, you know. I mean, uh, who's the who's the real brainiac kid? The one who comes up with the annexation of Puerto Rico? um i think uh, like he probably has a future in you know like he gets out and he's he's inventing all kinds of websites and apps and social media oh absolutely working. absolutely yeah. yeah so um nubby i think is this guy's name right um newbie yeah newbie yeah yeah so he's like the nerdy you know like this this movie came out around the same time as um step by step and right like he reminds me of the kids. very, from very step much by a minkus. Step. yeah yeah, he's yeah a minkus. or the minkus yeah. from from boy meets world for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is like a little bit paid by numbers in terms of like 90s characters. And for me, for somebody who's never seen this movie before, mm. it was fine. I mean, it's of course, it's going to be predictable. You kind of know what's going to happen. Um, I do think that this movie jumps to another level and we do get the introduction of Spike. So we get two yeah. characters introduced midway. One is Junior Floyd. We meet him in a grocery store. He's throwing t mm. uh, 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 toilet paper, toilet paper. yes. Card. Yeah. Right, which shows that he's a great quarterback. Um, but then we get Spike, and originally Spike is tricked into joining Danny's team, and then yeah. joins Kevin's team. Uh, and he's kind of like the the most like scary bully on the other side. But I do think that character is really good, and was like the, of all the kids was the most interesting character to me. Mm-hmm. So when he was on screen, I I noted that the movie felt like it was better um, once his character was introduced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. So. Um, but I do feel like for a movie that was only 85, 90 minutes, like, it, and that it has 20 something minutes of a football game in it, like, I was just a little, little bored. Watching Actually, I, was, I
2: was engaged the whole time, even though uh-huh. I had seen it, probably because I had seen it before, right.
1: like, you
2: know, I, I was waiting for certain moments at certain bits, um, and I, especially, like, I'm sitting there waiting for the... NFL player cameos because there are several notable NFL player cameos where the giants uh, basically are down on their luck after a really bad practice where spike goes and joins the Cowboys and Becky doesn't want to play anymore. And they're all like feeling like crap and want to quit. And then randomly into this movie is inserted a bus full of NFL personalities, on their way to Canton for the for the 1994 Hall of Fame ceremony, which really
1: and, that that's a nice payoff to this movie taking place in Ohio. Yeah, that they are going yeah. to the Hall of Fame ceremony, and that's why they're you know that's yeah. why they're driving through.
2: But this is another this is another trope of 90s kids sports movies mm-hmm. where you would have random athletes pop in to every movie to help inspire the down on their luck team
1: right to beat the bad much superior team. And, yeah. you know, like Space Jam is another example of that. Although those NBA yeah. players are in the movie a lot more. Um, exactly. Yeah. So we had John Madden. I have a list for me. So we had John yeah. Madden, obviously. He's very recognizable. Um, yeah. Emmett Smith, who I did recognize. Uh, yeah. than the other the other athletes, I did not. So Bruce the Smith. great
2: Bruce Smith from yeah. the Buffalo Bills, who I remember because of all of those Bills Super Bowls
1: where they
0: lost. Mm-hmm. And he
2: was on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Love Bruce Smith.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Tim Brown. Who I did not recognize. Yeah. And, and neither Empton, which mm-hmm.
2: I did not recognize him. Yeah. He was a defensive lineman um, from the Indianapolis Colts. And I did not rec in the 70s. So it yeah. was a really throwback reference. Oh, really? He was in the 70s? He played in the, the 70s? Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. He played in the 70s. Um, so it was a real throwback reference to have him in there. No, he played in the 90s. Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he I was selected first 70s. overall by the Indianapolis Colts in the
0: 1990s. Uh, Okay. I misread that. So.
1: Okay. Got it. Um, but yeah, I feel like also with football players, like mm-hmm. because they're wearing helmets, it's always hard to tell who everybody like there's very right. few football players who if I saw them and I saw their face, I would recognize who they are besides that aren't quarterbacks.
2: Right. Yeah. I think that's fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um do you think they could do a reboot of this, like a Disney Plus series or just a I'm movie? I'm surprised they haven't, honestly. I mean yeah. they, they there probably is one in the works with Disney. I mean, I'm surprised. So this is not a Disney movie, despite what you would think. Right. This movie is uh, Amblin produced it, and it's distributed yep. by Warner Brothers. So. Yeah, we even got the Bugs Bunny logo at the front. Yeah, I wondered if we were gonna get like one of those short cartoons at the beginning of this mm. too. Um, but no, yeah, just just Disney or just Warner Brothers. Um, you know, with the with the Bugs Bunny cartoon. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know maybe not a maybe not a Disney Plus series, but a HBO Max series for kids or something. So, um. And you know the the template of like two brothers, and you know one's the one is the cowboy, you know archetype, and one is the the giant, the little giant archetype. Yeah. So, exactly. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right. So I do have um some more information of this movie. I do have a where are they now. Um. So I thought so, we could go through all the kids. Yeah, and, let's and do and it. Talk about who where they are. But is there anything else from this that you want to make sure we touch on? I mean, we didn't really. Been talking that long, but I don't know if there's like that much to really get into until we,
0: um... yeah.
2: So, I mean, I think that one of the things the movie does really well is define the familial relationships between you know, and the struggles between being a teenager, coming of age, and trying to with Icebox and trying mm-hmm. to decide whether you want to continue being the sporty tomboy. Or conform to what the popular girls are doing True, and become a yeah. cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the movie like really reckons with that well with that character on a surface level, like without having to go too deep. So you know, so that people of that age that are watching this can like take something away from it. Well, um, and
1: and the mm. the way that that's a little bit complicated by the fact that she that her mother is not in the picture. Um, exactly. Her mother left. La- like her mother's not dead, right? She just left them. Is that? Yeah. She um, she she left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, much, I mean, you know, connecting to last week, much like Rick mm. Moranis' wife leaves him in back-to-back movies. And maybe that's our title connection, Rick Moranis' wife li- left him. Mm, I'd rather not. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. No, that would uh, – thinking about real life, that would might not be that great. Um, but, yeah, so seeing, seeing Icebox <laughs> – yeah, seeing Icebox in her – I mean, that is really unfortunate that, you know, yeah. Rick Moranis – like, people probably know his story. But Rick Moranis retired from acting because his wife in real life died, and he was so upset right, about yeah. it. yeah. So, yeah. We're not gonna make the title connection. Rick Moranis' wife left him. Might not be great, um, but yes, the, the yeah the icebox. I would um, make it sports dad Rick Moranis, but that's that's just yeah. Me. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll get there. The icebox story, uh, our, uh, character journey in this is is interesting. Where she mm-hmm. she's interested in Junior Floyd, then she wants to be a cheerleader um, because of the you know because of her feelings for for uh, and his feelings for her too. It seems like you know the the Junior Floyd also. Is interested in her, and they have a couple almost, you know. But he's also inter- interested in her cousin, who is a cheerleader. True. Oh yeah, good point. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, very very complicated. So, and and very meanwhile, complicated. Danny is interested in Junior Floyd's mom. And yep. wasn't an nice Becky? Kid. Yep. Yeah. So Patty. Patty, sorry. Yes, Becky is is Ice box's name. That's right. Yeah, good yeah. call. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Very Literally. <laughs> very very Freudian. <pretty>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, another thing that I liked in this weekend it was something I picked up on in uh, uh, my blue heaven is the like just all of the '90s packaging and products and like the, some of the nostalgia in this. Yeah. Um you don't really get it with any of the music, but you do get it with like the packaging for the Cheetos that they're eating. And uh, right. I did have a question for you, Brendan. Do you prefer the crunchy or the puffed Cheetos?
2: Uh, as a kid, I preferred the puffy Cheetos. As an
1: adult, the uh, crunchy Cheetos for sure. Okay. I think I still like the puffy better because the crunchy is, like, kind of hurts your teeth, mm. the really hard ones. The puffy ones are nice and soft. I really like the jalapeno cheddar crunchy. Cheetahs. You know what I had? Those those really this, this, is 90s, yeah. uh, this is not a 90s. Uh, this is not a 90s snack. But I had Takis, like super hot yeah, Takis in, like, a purple good. bag. Yeah. They are insanely spicy and really addictive. Uh, I've
2: been getting the voodoo chips, like the spicy kettle chips every, oh, time, yeah, I go to, uh, every time I go to Potbelly.
1: So those have been oh, nice. my favorite chip snack as of late all right next next food question um, for you that came from this movie brendan um did you ever put hershey syrup in milk because if like that's something i'd always see yes absolutely that's what yeah. we would
2: do yep yeah, we would we have never,
1: the giant did. bottle of hershey
2: syrup in the uh in the cabinet and you would take uh-huh. it out with milk and you would just
1: you would squeeze it and just watch it all pour into the milk okay yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I we never did that. We were in a big milk drinking family growing up, um, which, despite being from the Midwest, we just didn't drink a lot of milk. But uh, I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure once or twice we did the milk with the Hershey syrup. We would do that more, you know, put it on ice cream, but not okay. not in the glass of milk that we see in this movie.
2: Uh, would you uh, put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in your hat or helmet?
1: No, uh, maybe in no. my pocket, but maybe not in my your hat, pocket. I
2: yeah. I don't know about that. What if What if you have to sit down? No, my front pocket.
1: Still, what if you have to sit down? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't really think my pants <laughs> are that tight. <laughs> it's got to be a large pocket, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a football question, but I'm going to save that. I think for my one last. Thing. Okay, save it. Save it. Um, what about the hot mic? So we got a hot mic, hot mic, hot mic going on on the on the field where uh, Kevin yeah. and where Kevin and Danny are talking to each other right before the game starts, and the microphone is picking it up, and everybody's hearing yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if that really paid off at all. Like, they could have done more with no. that, with the fact they were they were accidentally on... They could have had Kevin be revealed to be this bully and have everybody turn on him a little bit more than nah. just people turning I mean, on a, him. I it's a family movie. The, I mean, yeah. they
2: can't make the stakes that dire and that serious. I mean, it's a family movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um,
0: yeah. Everything
2: has to everything has to resolve nicely in a little package. And,
0: right. Home
1: of the O'Shea brothers. Exactly. So. Home of the O'Shea brothers. I like it. Do you think the Little Giants do anything like, when they go, because they're going to go to the Pee Wee tournament, right? They're going right. to represent Ohio in the Pee Wee tournament. Right. Do the Little Giants do anything, or was this kind of like they captured lightning in the bottle once? Well, since they said that they were going to merge the two teams, mm-hmm. yeah, I think
2: they're probably pretty good in the Pee I mean, Wee tournament. But like, if you merge the two teams,
1: you're not going to have the chemistry that these Which,
2: players have. I mean, they could. They, it depends how long they have time to practice, I guess. Yeah,
1: and also uh, kicks
2: Spike and his dad off the team.
1: Right. Yes. Uh, they
2: can. They can go down to Texas.
1: Let's let's get those guys off uh, out of there.
2: They can go to they can go to Cowboy Country. All
1: right. Well, uh, should we go through this article from E News? So there's actually yeah. a whole bunch of Little Giants. Where are they now? Articles. Well, this one's from 2020. Uh, so this is the most recent one. This is the 25 years later. Where are they now? So Ed O'Neill. Uh, and the pitch, they have pictures of them right next to each other mm-hmm. and like seeing Ed O'Neill in this versus Ed O'Neill, what he looks like now, is um, makes me feel like this movie came out uh, ages ago. It did. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, so, yes, no no real surprise with Ed O'Neill. He was on Modern Family. Yeah. Uh, the show ended up really in 2020.
2: Really
1: fantastic on Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick Randis still looks pretty good. He, yeah. I think he does not, he has not aged as poorly as Ed O'Neill did. Um, and yes, as we mentioned, after twenty uh he retired from acting after his wife's death Mm -hmm. um and then uh but then after a 23-year hiatus from acting he is set to reprise his role in the honey i shrunk the kids reboot on disney Um, plus um don't know if that ever came out no it didn't yeah because of covid yeah um and then also he is set to make an appearance in netflix's reunion documentary in an afternoon with sctv which will bring together members of second city tv and it's directed by five-time movie ladder appear, Martin Scorsese. Fantastic. So, that, that'll know. probably be a lot of fun. I don't know if that ever came out either. Let's see. An afternoon no. with SCTV. I feel like we would have heard about that if that came out. Yeah, no, uh, it's probably still in production, but um,
2: that, that sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, the SCTV crowd is great. I mean, you have Martin Short, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Rick Moranis. Yeah, who else do we have on SCTV? A lot of people. A lot of really good
1: uh, Martin Short. Did you see Merchant short? Sure. I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if this movie ever came out. Uh, no. It was delayed in 2021. Got it. So, um, yeah, I don't I have think. To keep it's an eye, eye out for out. that. Yep. Uh, and, all right, then we got Devin Sawa next. So he was in Casper, now and then Little yep. Giants. Uh, then he was in Final Destination and Idle Hands. We're just gonna be stepping all over connections if we do this for sure. Well, that's true, but we, I mean, I, most of these <laughs> kids, I don't think are gonna be have been in much. So, uh, he was in a. Uh, he so he infamously played the title role of MM Stan in the music video. Did not know he, oh, he was. Oh, I did Stan? not know he was Stan. Yeah, see, we're not stepping all over everything. Um, and uh, he had a faux, had a faux feud with Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. the internet I became obsessed with in 2019. I do not remember that. I don't remember but, that either. All hmm. right, Icebox. Uh, so just trying to scan through this. Um, she was in the American president and she went out yep. to the ladies' man TV series. Um, she was also in, plays an Ivy movie. Um, She's really good in the American president. It's a good thing that she was not in the Batgirl movie, but it was in yeah. the plays Ivy movie instead. She plays <laughs> the president's daughter in the American oh, president. She's nice. really good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then the, then uh, Priscilla, the youngest daughter. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. She was in the Spy Kids franchise. Uh, she competed in um, Shimera Carlos ben, uh, Penvar- Penvarga. Penvarga? And they competed against each other in Dancing with the Stars.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, uh, the kid who played Spike, um, he was in a he was in Grace Under Fire TV series, um, and uh, he's popped up in One Tree Hill, Desperate Housewives, and True Blood. Nice. Well, yeah, uh, vampire or werewolf? Um, does not say. Unclear. Okay. Yeah. Was was True Blood vampires and werewolves? was not just vampires. Yeah, they I think vampires of and toilet. werewolves. In that. Oh, okay. Yeah um another kid uh was in grace under fire this is the kid who played uh, johnny venaro yep um and yeah i don't know this is very boring because this is I'm very through these Someone i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like none of it's, these are not, Hasn't these done are anything really. hasn't done anything hasn't done anything no Oops, that's a connection yeah all right let's get uh it. yeah all right i was just doing a real quick scroll. i got, i think it's better just to see what they look like now um yeah well, people but, can people can look that up for themselves that's true yes uh, all right <laughs> basically nobody from, are you surprised okay, there's the there's the question are you surprised that more of the kids from this movie didn't grow up go up to be in anything besides Devin Sowell who didn't even have that much of a run
2: no because I feel like when you look at the cast of 90s movies for kids in general like most of the 90s kids movies that came out between 1990 and 1996, they the kids were great for two or three movies while they were kids and then didn't do anything.
1: Like unless a lot of them. Unless you're Ken Thompson.
2: Uh, yeah, unless you're um Joshua Jackson.
1: yeah. Just, yeah.
2: yeah. Or um Joseph Gordon Levitt, also another. Right, one. or Joseph Gordon Levitt. I mean, it's it's very rare for child actors, and it's hard for child actors because there are a lot more roles for children in Hollywood especially when they're, like, supposed to be cute individual children than it is for an adult to become famous in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So once they sort of age out of the reason that they were cast in a movie, it's harder for them to maintain
1: that notoriety. You know what I mean?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, speaking of notoriety, Mm -hmm. um, this movie, Little Giants, is probably the most memorable for me and most of my friends because there was a trick play, uh, Michigan State against Notre Dame in 2010. Okay. where michigan state faked the field goal and it was it was an overtime they could kick the field goal to continue overtime they were pretty far back would have been a long field goal to kick they surprised everybody including myself who was in the stands yep. Faked the field goal and the holder who was a former high school quarterback he, he threw the um threw the ball uh charlie gant tight end caught it and ran into the and ran into the end zone for a touchdown, which won the game for Michigan State, very dramatic, very thrilling, under the lights. I remember that happening? Uh, one of the craziest games we've ever been to. So, is and that game called the game? The, called the ga- they called the play Little Giants uh, yeah, when they, they asked Mark the Antonio about the play. There so,
0: you go.
1: Yep. Uh, very, very famous college football play. Yes. Uh, so I was sort of expecting something to happen with like a fake field goal because it's right. like, why would they call? I and mean, they call that play Little Giants because it's a football movie, but it's not like a, you know they didn't run the annexation of Puerto Rico. Right. Exactly.
2: Well, and the annexation of Puerto Rico isn't even, like, the final play. It's the one that sets up for them to have the final play. So wasn't that the
1: fumble ruski, though, that they did? Wasn't that the annexation of Puerto Rico? No, that was a different play. Oh. So what's the annexation of Puerto Rico?
2: Is an annexation of Puerto Rico the one that they – or
1: am I mixing it up? Maybe I I think you're mixing it up. Oh, Okay. So each each of the touchdowns that they score does have some storyline associated with it. Right. You know, the one kid is is running towards his father, for example. Right. That's uh, Johnny.
0: Have, yeah, I Johnny.
2: Down. Um, yeah, You have hot, hot Hands Hammond gets a long touchdown. Mm-hmm. Johnny gets the pitch to Johnny touchdown. And then Little Jake gets his touchdown. Where he gets, like, they do, like, the
1: pitch and... That's the annexation of Puerto Rico. Right. So that, yeah. but they did the, they faked that the ball was on the ground. Right. And they all pretended like they had it. And then, uh, Fart Kid, uh, what was his name? Fart, Fart Box or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Fart Box. Yeah. I don't think it was Fart Box, but. Hot uh, Box. It's
2: Hot Box. Yeah. No,
1: there's, there's Ice Box, but then there's oh, okay. the Fart
2: Kid, which I, I, I identify a lot was.
1: with, the, the kid who was farting all the time. He's the center and he runs the ball because nobody is that knows he Henry has it. Smith? is that
2: who that is? Yeah. I think no, so. No, no,
1: it's not. No, that's Mike's name yeah um R- anyway R- zoltek yeah R- Zoltec, that's what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but they, they did call him fart something um yeah. which i guess i didn't write down because i was gonna um i was gonna introduce us as as fart and something else so anyway <laughs> yes yeah. um but they run like it's a series of things that happen right he right. runs it he pitches it um and i think all of that is the annexation of puerto rico i think the whole okay. fake fumble is the annexation of puerto rico there you go so yeah including the hook and ladder and things like that right so um yes i think that's uh that's all i have
2: yeah why don't why don't there. we get to listener feedback and uh we can go through all of our connections
1: and all that stuff all right uh all right so we got a couple listeners who wrote in we got to start with jenny and says jenny says yeah. i can hear it now pitcher let's do the back and forth you be all the right. pitcher and i'll be the pitchy all right get this There's a coach picking a team of kids. He won't let everyone play because he thinks some of the kids stink. So another guy starts a team with other kids. Yeah, but that's just Bad News Bears. No, this one's different. You see, one of the rejected players is a girl, and she's really good. But that's still Bad News Bears. But a kid comes in from out of town who's really good. He joins the girls' team, and she develops a crush on him. It's Bad News Bears. Did I mention they're playing football? Oh,
2: my God. That's totally different from baseball. You're a genius. All
1: right. Wow, that was
2: our own little massacre theater. That I was a little
1: it. massacre theater, yes. Uh, uh, two, that, two stars. Two stars from Jenny. Uh, two stars for the two actors in that scene. Yeah, two so.
2: stars
1: for that massacre theater, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, for sure. So, uh, mm. two stars for that. So, I guess, I've never seen Bad News Bears. Maybe we'll watch it next week, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Is it the same? Isn't that isn't the whole thing about Bad News Bears that they're like really vulgar and stuff in that movie? Yes, they are very vulgar. Mhm. Yeah. So this movie was definitely not vulgar. This was vulgar kids. Fun.
2: Yeah, it is the is the dirtier seventies version of this.
1: Yeah, and then they remade Bad News Bears also. Yes, with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That fits. All right, little. Uh, we got Jim Crumley says Little Giants was fine for what it was trying to do. It's another piece of evidence that it is difficult to make football movies since the training and game parts were some of the weaker parts of the movie. The writing was a bit lackluster, particularly of the Icebox character. Most of the kid actors were fun. 2.5 out of 5 from Jim. Nice. hero of the movie, John Madden, uh, he was a bright spot. Nice. And those coupled with the four stars
2: each from Erez and Kobe Chester, that averages us
1: to a 3.13 listener rating. Really bumped up from the, those two uh, under 10 years old kids. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, all right, so... <laughs> hey, every uh, vote matters. Every vote does count, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will go first okay. um, with my score. Uh, I think I'm with Jim. I think it's 2.5. I could see, like, liking this movie more if I grew up with it. Um, you know, like, I feel like if we watched Heavyweights or Camp Nowhere, everybody would be like, this movie stinks. And i be like, no, right. it's great. I have nostalgia for it. But because I don't have nostalgia for this, I just, like, it's not that interesting. Um, I do think like what Jim was saying about football movies are difficult. I think also the number of players on a football team, like a basketball team a has lot. your five main players and then a couple people on the bench, your football team. Even if you have both offense and defense, you're going to have like 10 plus players. Plus you got like a kicker. And I mean, you can have, you have way too many characters to have to juggle, especially if you're looking at two teams. Yeah. Um, and much like the problem that we have with the NFL players, we don't recognize them in football, you're wearing helmets. So sometimes you're not seeing yeah. the faces of the kids. Sometimes unless you give them very like character, like very bold characteristics, it's hard to remember who was who. And like with this one, he can't remember anybody's name. So that's fair. um
2: i'm higher than you i'm a little higher than the listener average um a little lower than our young listeners eras and kobe uh i'm gonna give this a 3.5 i think this movie holds up incredibly well for a 90s kids movie i think it's immensely rewatchable especially if you're a little kid who is into sports Mm -hmm. um i yeah i think this movie does a lot of things right and very few things wrong so it's hard for me to give it anything under like a three and i found myself chuckling out loud if not laughing out loud several times during this movie at little lines or little jokes um i think that rick moranis and ed o'neill are really fantastically cast i think all of the kids for the most part are distinct and have distinct traits um as far as the little giants themselves go maybe not for the cowboys but for Mm -hmm. the little giants
1: themselves um, I think this is a 3.5 for me. Nice. Yeah, I think this, I, uh, I would have liked it more if it was more about the parents, although that it's not a kid's movie. It's not but a kid's movie. And Rick Moranis versus Ed O'Neill is like some interesting dynamics, though. All
2: right, that's going to be a 3.04 or a 3 for purposes. I don't, of think,
1: I don't think we're going to get very many scores that are going to bump that thing off of a 3. Uh, I think it's going to be stuck right there. Fine
2: but, with that. Just like
1: yeah. uh, just like stick them on your hand. Right, exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, or just like some Hershey syrup in the bottom of your glass of milk. Um, all right. So uh, here are the movie, Brendan. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Rick Moranis as Danny
2: O'Shea, uh, standing up to his brother, trying to help, trying to help a bunch of kids get self-confidence. Um, he's a really good coach and a really good dad. Um, he listens to his daughter. He listens to the players on his team. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh, Danny O'Shea. Yeah. Um,
1: did Icebox score the game-winning touchdown? Jake did. Jake did. All right. Um, Oh, that's right. Jake is the snotty kid, right? Yeah, Jake Uh, is the snotty kid. Jake is snotty kid. Okay, that's that's right. He scored the winning touchdown. Um I was gonna give it to the person who scored the winning touchdown, but I don't think I'm going to. Um I think I'm gonna give it to Spike because I did feel like the movie took a step up when the Spike character was introduced. I know he's obviously the villain, but sometimes the villain can be the hero of the movie and Wow. Um, yeah yeah, everyone's the hero of their own narrative i guess right yeah and he does
2: clap for them at the end when they lose well
1: that's good um (laughs) he probably still grows up to be uh sid from toy story (laughs) probably two years later yes
2: all right well there you go um
1: what else uh we got some connections to talk about
2: yeah Um, so we talked about um so we had a water tower and a moon tower in days to confused um uh, no no connections to last oh, connections week. to last week um yeah. you know we have little league sports um mm-hmm. we have rick moranis we have rick moranis without a wife try who finds a new
1: love right yep. movie mm-hmm. um let's see what else um so uh significant grocery store in both movies okay. significant yep. grocery store scene yep yep i wrote that down Good um job. And specifically you talked about like Little League practice but they actually played on Kevin O'Shea field, right? Yep. And in the last one I think the field was, was named after af- him, right? Yeah. Was named after um Steve Martin's character. character. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh and both both movies where they have their last scenes that that start in um you know on a at a park on a field, both have mm-hmm. marching bands that Oh yeah, play. So that. I actually wrote that down as a title connection so we could do something with Rick Moranis. But I did think we could do the band is on the field because there is that famous I like college the football band play is on called The, the Band feeling. is on the field. Yeah. I like uh, that and both That's movies good. had the band is on the field. So I like that. Sweet. Yes. I think I wrote I think I G shedded you last time. I said I have a good title connection. Yeah. Um and I'm glad it Man, lived up.
0: Is
1: yeah. I also have I'm leaving the country. Um because somebody said, I'm that going going a line to Canada. In this, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving the country, to I'm Mexico. going to New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, um yeah. Which I guess is is kind of like I'm going into witness protection in San Diego. Yeah. Or right. I, I was like, or in Nebraska, but that would be a better call, So <laughs> Right, right, uh, right. From the Me- Yeah, they yeah. went from New Mexico in that. Um, all right. And then connections to other movies. So you said the water tower, there's a water tower in what? In uh, the the Water Tower or Moon Tower in Days to Confused, as well as a quarterback mm-hmm. named Floyd. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, you- I have two connections to Goodfellas. Um, okay. Thank so you. there was a new car. In, yeah. Like the, the car dealership. The car. I bought the new car in Goodfellas, kind of out of them. And then I don't remember who it was, but there was somebody who is in the back of a refrigerated truck, which you might also call a refrigerator truck, an icebox. Yep. There so we had know. an icebox. We had a character nice inside one. of an icebox in Goodfellas. Nice one. So, um, and then connecting back to Chaplin, um, yep. we have characters putting on makeup in front of the mirror. Yep. Just like we had at the beginning of Chaplin. Good point. Um, and then you have like uh, you know, uh, uh, Danny's old high school sweetheart or or old high school crush, you know, that, yep. that ties back to Peggy Sue, Romeo Michelle. Back to town, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. We had um we had characters
2: trying to change themselves for romance in E2 N and the graduate um for this uh what else? Uh, I mean, coming of age, like being an awkward kid, being the bullied kid, being good or not good at sports, all stuff tied to Apollo ten and a half
1: mm-hmm. um you know, just growing up, but and- that's true yeah that, that like there was a lot of little league and Apollo ten and a half yeah. and um like young kids sports so yeah. um, all right, um, and uh, what is your movie
2: map? Um, movie map is Parenthood, as it was last week as well. Um, okay. With, we have the Little League. We have the marching band. We have, you know, Rick Moran is trying to be a good dad to his child. Um, he's a much better dad in this than he is in Parenthood. True. Um, yep.
1: But, yeah, that's those are the big ones. Yeah. Parenthood um, is the only
2: one I could come up with.
1: Yeah, Parenthood's a good one. I was trying to think if there's anything else. I think the Wayback might be a good one, too, in terms yeah. of, like, the youth sports of it all. Yep. Oh. And coming of age, trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and, and uh, Ben Affleck's character in The Way Back was a former star in the city. Oh, I was um, thinking of The like Way, Captain Way character. Back when I just... No, yeah, no, I was said. talking about The Way Back, the basketball okay. movie with Ben Affleck, um, where he's coaching, you know, high school basketball or maybe even younger uh, Way, basketball. Way Back is a good connection, too, with the kid and
2: the swim league trying to, or the, the pool, the swimming, swimming pool amusement park coming of age, mm-hmm. trying to figure of out who he is, is, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, good point. Yep. There we go. Yeah. All right. One last thing. All
2: right. Uh one last thing I looked up because we were talking about it before we started the podcast. Um, so the Dallas Cowboys played the New York Giants on January second, nineteen ninety four. Okay. Unfortunately, in the NFL version of this game, the Cowboys won sixteen to thirteen. Okay. That must in the have the playoffs.
1: Because it, if it, it was a been January playoffs, round of 1994, yeah. so it they didn't been the play in the round. Yeah, they didn't play in the fall of 1994. Nope. Okay. At least right. not according to this quick Google. I mean, they must have played in the fall. Of I mean, they
2: must have played in the fall, but this is this is the first one that
1: came up. First one, so. that's the most notable game. All right, um, all right. Well, for me, uh, so my one last thing is uh, Kevin takes a timeout. They yep. turn over the ball. The clock is stopped. And Kevin takes a timeout. Why the hell did Kevin take a timeout? Because there was like two seconds left. Why did he take a timeout? Because he doesn't know anything about football? Yeah, I guess so. Clock was stopped. He oh, wait. that's he's,
2: he's the one that's supposed to know the, good, the, the, right. the most about football. Yeah. Because he's a really bad at clock management.
1: I mean, we've yeah. seen coaches try to do that. You know, we're right. just really dumb. Yeah. I so, guess he wanted to, like, recoup everything. But if he was smart, he would have, he would have, because he's on, he is, uh, his team was on defense at that point because the, right. there was a turnover. Then, what he because it was right before the annexation of Puerto Rico, it was right. the play right before that. they turn the ball over. They have the ball on like the one yard line, and he should have came out, seen what kind of formation they were in, then taken the timeout. Not taking the timeout, well, before it's because they, the they changed, it's because he realized they knew the play, right? Or I guess he couldn't take a timeout No, because he was the defense, he was on defense. Oh, you're right, you're right,
0: you're right.
1: so they had the ball. Like, Kevin's team had the ball. They turn it over. Um, The Little Giants recover. There's, like, two seconds of the clock. Clock is not moving. He has one timeout left. He calls the timeout. Mm -hmm. The clock isn't moving. There's no reason to call the timeout. Get your team lined up. Get their team lined up. I think that could just be an editing error. Yeah, it's just an error in the movie. Yeah. It's for sure an error. I'm just nitpicking it. That's all. There
0: you
1: go. Yeah. Also, I I also nitpick the fact that they – I think it's a real dick move – to spray somebody's car when they have the windows in the top down even oh, if you doing a I car mean, wash we haven't talked about coach butts
2: at all but screw that guy Butts, yeah but butts butts is
1: the worst butts is the worst character <laughs> i like Coach butts i thought he was he's funny jerk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's, he's the real jerk
1: yeah yeah um all right well that's coach butts is the real one last thing exactly all right but uh, one last thing yeah but one last thing all right cool uh, anything else on that movie brendan no, I'm good. I, I uh, am excited to see what we get to do next week. Yeah. I'm glad to have this movie crossed off of my um, my blind spot list. I'm sure yeah, at some point.
0: Especially because I know you're began, such but... a
2: big fan of 90s kids' movies. For you know?
1: sure. As a kid in yeah. the 90s, like, this is a shocking blind spot for you. I know. I think it was just we watched a lot of Rookie of the Year. We didn't right. even really watch Angels in the Outfield that much. We watched it a little yeah. bit, but Rookie of the Year was much more. And Three Ninjas we watched a lot. Um yes. And I think, like, we were just – we weren't super into football growing up, um, which might surprise you knowing me now. Which is ironic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think it's – you know, football is a complicated game. It's hard for kids to get, especially if you don't have somebody like Alex Chester to explain to you how football works. I wish Alex Chester was here right now to explain football to me. Uh, If only. (laughs) So, all right. Well, let's see we're going to be watching next week based on suggestions sent in by the listeners and then us, your hosts. Um, I do have a, co- a couple fun um, like themes in my suggestions list, so we'll Cut. see which ones we get to. Um, but yeah, let's not start. a lot of feedback or suggestions this year or this week, but uh, we're we're happy. Well, to I think partially it's, it's a hard me. movie to find. Yeah, um, you and I had trouble finding it. Yep. And you know, I mean, it's it's not like it's like it's a kids movie. It's not yeah, a movie, it's kids uh, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's all right. All right. So we start with Jenny. And uh, oh, we really don't have much listener feedback. All right, well, I guess I guess each each of these two feedbacks is getting a bye to the final round. We'll just Absolutely. see who what. Uh, so Jenny suggests Little Shop of Horrors. Yep, uh, and she says Little Shop of Horrors, please via text. So. Ah, please. Okay. Yes. And uh, Jim Crumley, Crum, the Professor Crum, says. Uh, the movie that kicked off the kids' sports movie genre, The Bad News Bears. Walter Matthau is a gruff coach. Tatum O'Neill is a tomboy who kicks ass. Yep. Jackie Earl Haley as well. Let me not spoil that for those who haven't seen it. That's me. I haven't yep. seen it. It looks like it is streaming on Cinemax through Amazon and Hulu. And mm-hmm. the timing is pretty good with the Little League World Series just wrapped up. Yes, congratulations yeah. to Hawaii on winning the Little League World Series. Peace up, All right um well right. we we'll get to see so both those movies will make it to the finals congratulations Absolutely. i think this is the least we ever had listener feedback listener congratulations
2: to little sharp wars and bad news bears two very different movies right? oh
1: i two. i will throw in i asked i asked alex if his kids had any movies they want to suggest okay. and kobe kobe did have some feedback he said there's no good movies that are connected to little giants fair enough so you know Kobe what? would not Thank be you, the Kobe. best, he would not be the best host of this podcast, maybe. Oh, uh, Kobe. Yes. All right. Um, so we're each gonna have our own suggestions, and then one of us gets to pick Little Shop of Horrors and the other one gets to pick Bad News Bears. We get to find out who picks which which one? All right, yeah. Um, well, I get to go first as far as
2: my picks go. Um and since we have uh you know a lot uh a lot less listener suggestions, that means that. I think I'm going to suggest a lot of movies here on my side. I'm nice, gonna make all right. That Why not? Yeah. Uh, let's start with The Iron Giant for the Giant Connection. Ah,
0: nice.
2: Let's That's go good. with The Replacements for a bunch of players who were rejected at first and Rejects. got to come on a team.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh,
2: let's go with Little Big League for the Little Connection. If we let's did The Replacements,
1: go- what would that make us for Keanu? I feel like Keanu is... Uh, Keanu might be four
2: times. Uh,
1: Rudy. I'll always be my... Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah, let me I'll finish just,
2: and then we'll go back. Okay. Uh, Rudy finish. feels like an obvious connection.
1: I did um, also have Rudy on my list because there's a character named Rudy.
2: Yep. And I was getting big Little Rascals vibes from this movie as I was yep. watching it. So yep. Little Rascals is on my list. Yep. And then I'm going to round it out with one of my favorite movies of the 90s. We mentioned it earlier as co-starring Shadja Waldron. Um, Let's go with the
1: American
2: president. Ah, okay. And that's gonna be my sixth and final pick.
1: Yeah, I definitely was thinking about Little Rascals, especially the the whole like texture between He-Man, Woman Hater, and yep. No Ma'am, the the group from uh, from Married with Children. Yep. And uh, looking at Kianus, so we'd have Speed, Point Break, always by maybe. Parenthood. Parenthood. Yep. Yeah, this would be his fifth time. If so we he would be in the Five Timers Club if we did. Wow. The, uh, if we did the five timers um yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised. i actually thought he was he had been on this more but just yeah through, it doesn't look like they're um i think he's come up a lot because we've had matrix come up a lot we had um we've had the bill and ted movies come up quite a bit as well yep. all right. right now i gotta go back to my list so you took rudy off of my list um let's see so i will start with uh varsity blues Nice. Uh football movie, you know, maybe these kids grow up to be varsity blues. I don't want your life want your comes from life varsity either. blues, right? Yeah. Like kid who doesn't yeah. want to be what their parents want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um Spaceballs, uh was an obvious one on my list because not only is Rick Moranis in that, but the kids are actually uh practicing, one of the kids is practicing in a Darth yeah. Vader helmet. Yeah. I
2: thought
1: that uh, might be one your one last thing just to be like, hey, did
0: you
1: notice the Darth Vader helmet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so another one, I was hoping you hadn't seen this. Because okay. I thought this would be a really good connection for next week. So we go from little to big. And the movie is about a guy who's a big Giants fan. Um, oh, Die- big, Giants you, fan. you
2: watched that with me.
1: I did watch it with you. So that's big yeah, fan big with Pat Oswalt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, been a long time since I watched that. But it's a guy who's, like, psychotic, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always calling into his uh, his favorite radio show. Mike. Man. Mike. Um, the, Mike and the Mad Dog. Right. So, um... Uh, Let's go Karate Kid because another kid's sports movie that's a blind spot for me. Um, I know I like Sweep the Leg but that's about all. I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. I think I've seen more of that than I have of Little Giants. Um, How many did you do? Five? I did six. Six, okay. Um, So uh, I have like a group of four that I was going to do together. I guess I'll do those as an honorable mention and won't do them. So I will do The Fanatic. Uh, Devin Sawa was in this movie. It came out in 2019. It's Devin Sawa, John Travolta. Oh, this is the movie by, Robin Hood talked Durst. about on Renap. Oh, could be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's, it's. I think it's basically the plot of the fan, where it's one famous it guy and somebody who's obsessed with him. Yes. But it's directed by Fred Durst from Limp yes. Biscuit. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and then I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's um, let's John, go with silver. John, we'll go with Silver Linings Playbook. Also. Nice. Uh, and the I connection there is NFC see. NFC East. Uh we've got the eagles um and then yeah. i have some honorable mentions that i love okay. so um well uh, i had royal Bombs as an honorable mention just nice. for like the crazy family um and there's the i think a bunch of tennis players in that family yeah uh, major major league cast of characters you know yep. crazy characters uh sports movies and then because we had the giants and the cowboys mm-hmm. i thought why don't we do i had a, a set of four movies that were the four teams in the NFC East. Mm. So I had Invincible, which is about a Philadelphia Eagles player. Okay. Okay. I had a movie called Cowboys, which stars Steve Zahn. Um, It's a more serious movie. I think it's about a guy with a transgender daughter, I believe. Um, I had Eagle versus Shark. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that's Eagles. So I had two Eagles movies. Uh, Good job. Oops. And uh, and then my last one is Master and Commander, because we have the commanders. Worst side of the world, bro. Yeah, that's that's the most that's the best I could do for a commander movie. And I guess I didn't really do I'll I'll just say Iron Giant was on my list for a giant's movie. There you go. Good job.
2: Uh, uh, so yeah, Little Shop, Bad News Bears, The Iron Giant, The Replacements, Little League League, Rudy, Little Rascals, The American President, Varsity Blues, Spaceballs, Big Fan, Karate Kid, The Fanatic, and Silver
1: Lining's Playbook. Zach, you get to go first. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Little Shop of Horrors as my pick. Not like it matters, but that by default gives you Bad News Bears. Yeah, I'll take Bad News Bears. I mean, it would have been on my list if it wasn't suggested yep. by Jim, so
0: yeah. it's a
2: great connection.
1: Um, I did think that Little Shop of Horrors was going to be on your list, and because you told me yesterday that you had a title connection already thought of for next week. I do. Was it for and Little I, Shop of Horrors? Yeah. Was it was, Little Moranis? Yeah. Ah, all right. That's I wrote (laughs) it. I wrote down Little Moranis because I was like, I wonder if I wonder if that's what Brendan's title connection is. And I'm glad I was Uh, right. Good job. Good job. Uh,
2: Congratulations on being right.
1: Yes, always, always helpful when I'm right. All right. Um well we've got Rick Moranis. I feel like off of your list, I kind of I was I was stuck between his child in parenthood and his child in uh, little giants. So we go with The American President, where we have icebox. Or the replacements. I guess that wasn't his child in, in the replacements. Right. That was just a child. Oh, and um, the president, Andrew Shepard, is a former, uh, I believe, a former Michigan football player. Oh. There
0: you go. Boo. I know. <laughs>
1: in in the American president? Because it's also the president in Air Force One is a former Michigan football player. Oh,
2: maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That, yeah. that could be what I'm thinking of. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, like, they're really going hard on the Gerald Ford thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you know that sports football injuries may be affecting the economy? <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know what. Um, what do you think people are gonna? I think people. Well, Jim was talking about football movies don't work. So, The American President is a really fun movie. Um, Let's do The American President as my as my pick.
0: Great cast:
2: Michael yeah. Douglas, Michael J. Fox, Mark Sheen, what about Michael Benning? J. Clark. Yeah.
1: No. Nope. And Michael J. Clark, have you seen The American President?
0: The wow. only one of these
1: so far that I've seen the is Little Shop of Horrors. All
2: right. Uh, from your list, we have Varsity Blues, Baseballs, Big Thick, Kid, Fanatic, or Silver Lining's Playbook. Um I mean, you could call the annexation of Puerto Rico a silver lining from the playbook. True. Um I will take silver linings playbook. I think that's the yeah. one that I would want to watch from your list the most. Um
1: so yeah. A movie that took me a very long time to remember the name of it when I was playing Movie Doll the other day, where they show you the movie and I was like, I know I recognize it, but what is this fucking movie where uh, where we have an like e- the guy about the Eagles fan where Bradley who plays the Eagles fan? Yeah. So we have Little Shop, Bad News Bears, The American President, and Silver
2: Lining's Playbook, two of those directly sort of football related, one of them a Broadway off-Broadway musical in Little Shop. And one of them a iconic nineties drama, dramedy, drama comedy starring Michael Douglas and Martin
1: Sheen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, um all right. Well, we didn't do very good with streamability this week. As Jim said, Bad News Bears is on Cinemax. Little Shop of Horrors is nowhere. Although it does say it's on Tubi, so maybe it's uh, free on Tubi. All right. Uh, it it says it has ads, but who knows? Uh, American President is on stars, if you have stars, otherwise it's wretched. Which I do. And uh Silver Rights Playbook is uh, on AMC Plus, if you still have that from your uh, Better Call Saul days. Or you can, all, all of these are streamable, streaming yeah. Um We didn't say also Bad News Bears is, um,
0: was, the remake
1: the, was was R- Richard Linklater, just yes. as an connection. So the,
2: yeah, the remake was Linklater, and it was uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Um, yeah. But yeah,
1: you looked up the original and not the remake, right? I did, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so I think we're between Bad News Bears and The American President. I think and, we are too. Okay um both of those are going to be new for me so that's fun um and i think it just depends on what we what we're feeling are we feeling something patriotic and american or do we want a little bit more summer fun and we do bad news bears
0: hmm.
2: i mean i i don't want to weigh the vote too much just because um it's going to be the easier one for me to access i would prefer to do the American president okay well i mean either way you're going to have to watch it on amazon that's true that's
1: true.
2: Yeah. But um, I'm also more familiar with the American president since
1: so you
2: know. Yeah. yeah um, so we've got
1: a Rob Reiner movie or a Michael Ritchie movie. Michael Ritchie has directed uh, other stuff I've heard of, but nothing else that I've seen. Of course, Rob Reiner has a lot of uh, classics. Um, I don't know. I might flip a coin. I can't decide. I am like leaning a little bit towards Bad News Bears. Okay. Um, but just slightly. I mean, basically as much as. American president. It would be is... –
2: uh, actually, you know what? This would be the second year in a row that we watched a Tato and Mobile movie while I was at the beach for Labor Day. Ah. Because last year it was Pinker Moon. All right.
0: Well, so now I, guess... I
2: kind of want to do Bad News Bears and make this – I mean, if we need a reason, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Bad News All Bears. Right. And this would be the uh, – I mean, Jenny is
1: going to be really upset that we didn't pick Little Shop of Wars, but –
2: I the streamability is boy. a big
1: factor um well i mean none of these all of these are rentable you're gonna have to rent all of these sure. unless you got your Citamax account going um, what,
2: what's your what's your argument against little shop of horrors then
1: just you the other is... two i haven't seen and it's, oh you uh, see little shop okay i've seen little shop yeah okay. i've seen little shop in silver lining's playbook um and i like little shop of horrors for sure like don't get me wrong uh, and i like silver lining's playbook but um i don't think silver lining's playbook is a great connection and yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not super post a Little Shop of I just don't know if there's that much there besides Rick Moranis and the word little. True. True. Bad News Bears. Jenny literally said Bad News Bears is the same movie. That's a good point. She argued against herself. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do Bad News Bears? Yeah. Because I also think as I'm looking at American president, like, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but like there's it's just not, one car-
2: it's just not one a actor super strong
1: common. connection. Yeah. Nothing else in common except the actress. Yeah. So or actor. So, so, yeah, let's go with We'll that see answer. how vulgar the Bad News Bears are next week. Yeah, let's and find we'll out. See Walter Matthau making his return to the Movie Ladder podcast, I think, for the first time since one of our very early episodes, taking it up Helen one two yep. three. 2, 3. Yep. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Um, Yeah. And what year did that one come out? 76? That's 76. 76, okay. 1976. I was trying to find the rating on this. Uh, I was like, is this a is this an R-rated movie or – um, Letterboxd doesn't yeah. show the Raiders. Because, I mean, there was no PG-13 back then, so. Yeah, no, this is just PG. Oh, wow. Bad News Bears. That's wild. Uh, and aging, down on his luck, ex-Meyer Leaguer coaches a team of Misfits. Oh, well, there so. you go. All right, so, yeah, they really, well, I think we're going to get to see how much Little Giants has mapped onto Bad News Bears. Yeah, let's do it. All right, the Bad News Bears. I'm excited. The, yeah, from 1976. Yep. All right, um, Brendan, this is going to be one of our shorter podcasts. We're only at 72 yeah. minutes. Wow, so. goodness yeah um not our shortest but a shorter yeah uh you know keeping that hurry up offense on the field right yep um well uh yeah what are you gonna watch uh later this week uh, i don't know i don't have anything on my agenda i do have kingdom of heaven checked out from the library for my Mm. annual movie challenge um the director's cut i've never seen the original but everybody says the director's cut is better than the original yes so um i'm gonna try to watch that this week And um, I also am up to American Utopia on my Renap Challenge, so I might watch American Utopia and then some other TV shows and lots of college football. So, how about you? Cool. Uh, I have Curacao's Throne of Blood coming up Ah, for my uh,
2: Criterion Challenge this week, which I'm really excited about. Um, It's a remake of Macbeth, which is my... Favorite Shakespeare tragedy. Um yeah, so excited to check that out. Probably uh probably tomorrow night. I'll throw that on. Uh, oh, nice you're gonna do it really after work. Um, don't know what else. Yeah. Uh Sandman. I have one more episode of The Sandman to watch. Is it about Adam Sandler? It is not about Adam Sandler. The Sandman on Netflix, based on the Neil Gaiman Graphic novel. Uh, has been one of my favorite shows of the year so far. Um it, it's gonna be weird to throw my top ten together this year and but You know and we're only in you know the last week of august first week of september and true there's already so many shows that are like oh that's going to be on my list that's going to be on my list and sandman is is definitely high up there really
1: been enjoying that so yeah yes um cool all right well uh, and everybody's gonna be watching bad news bears so watch bad news bears get your feedback in uh for that movie uh get it in by you know midday monday or so um we won't be recording too early, but we might be recording Monday night. I think it will just depend on kind of when we're getting around to these things mm-hmm. and Brenda's travel schedule and things like that. Uh, at Ladder Movie on Twitter, the movie Ladder at gmail.com. So um get that in. Bad news bears. It's supposed to be very fun. It's supposed to be one of the like, you know, classic comedies. People really like this movie. So mm-hmm. um, and we'll see everybody next week. if there's any interesting... I feel like there's a lot of people on Letterboxd who probably uh, loved Little Giants as kids. Right. Um, so, uh, we've got one review from Laura who says Icebox is a true feminist icon. Gave there it four you go. stars. And uh, another person says, I would shit my pants if an NFL team ran the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah. This is the premier sports film of my childhood. So Jesse, a little bit more of a nostalgic fan of this than me. Um, and... Why can't I run the ball? Because you're slow and no one likes you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I do like yeah. that. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Seems like a lot of people, you know, have good nostalgia for this movie. There we go. <laughs> Finally joined Tubi and, damn, added six shows and roughly 40 movies to my list. Haven't really explored the app yet, but I dig it so far. Yeah. So, big uh, big Tubi, Tubi. seems
2: to be free, so there you go.
1: Yeah.